Hey everybody, we're starting in about a minute. Today is about thanking God and then going out in our community and helping. If you know of someone or if you have a need where maybe we can, as soon as we're through with early church, change and go help you, put it up here so that we can know about it, okay? So feel free to come up anytime and let us know if there's a need in your community or a need at your house. so good to see you all. Stand with me. This is going to be a different service. It's going to be shortened and abridged, and then we are going to go from attending church to being the church, and I'm hoping that y'all are ready to Jesus, we love you. Thank you. Thank you for your love.
Well, y'all, this is our opportunity to spend some time with our maker. I want to invite you. um, If you want to come and pray at the altars, I think we all need to take a posture of, Lord, teach me (laughs) in these moments. I really feel like times like these can be a reset button for so many of us. Um, How many, Corey, can you turn these lights down just a little bit? How many of you are feeling a lot of gratitude this morning? Yeah, probably a lot of us. Um, How many of you are feeling um, some grief this morning? How many of you are feeling um, still a little bit of overwhelm this morning? Yeah. We can hold those things at the same time. It's okay to feel joy and grief at the same time. It's okay. Um, But I invite you this morning to um, allow God to search your heart and to change those things that maybe sometimes it takes a storm to blow some things down for him to break through. And uh, let's let him do that this morning. Let's pray. God, we know that there is a lot of grief and pain around us this morning. And at the same time, we know that for so many of us, it could have been so much worse. And so we're living in this tension, God, of of grief and gratitude. And so, God, I pray that you will allow this tension to break something up in us that needs to be broken up. I pray that you will allow us to see our neighbors in different ways. I pray that you will take us outside of our front doors. And around our neighborhoods. And that we'll finally learn that person's name that we see walking their dog so often. God, will you change us through this? I don't for a minute believe, God, that you cause these terrible things to happen. It's just part of living in a fallen world. But, God, you are with us. You never leave us. You are right beside us through it all, through the pain, through the suffering. And you suffer alongside us. You love us so much. And, God, I don't understand it all. can't make sense of it all. But I trust you. I know that you are good. I know that whatever storms may bring, you are always good. And you are always with us. 
God, I pray that as we understand that truth of your love and your goodness and just the nature of who you are, that it will do something to our hands and feet that we just can't help but move toward people who need that. We just are compelled to move toward people who need to see your goodness and your kindness. So God, we give this time to you and we give our lives to you. We give everything to you because we know that it's just us. And we trust you. And today we renew our commitment to be your people. Once again, we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, today is going to be different. Different's okay, right? Good, good. I'm glad you feel that way because it's it's too late to turn back. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so... Let me just... I don't even have an order because our copier was uh, unplugged because of water that came in where our copier was. So we're going to kind of wing this. Um, I want to make you aware of a couple of announcements. I'm Garen. I'm, I'm, if you've given your phone number to the church, I'm the one that's been texting you the last five days. Um, hopefully you've been getting them. If you haven't been getting them, I need you to go online and fill out a connect card right now because I have texted Everybody that we have classified as a regular member, a non-regular member, and just a regular attender. Like, if you didn't get a text from me, it's because I don't have your number. And so, you can go online, uh, go to pionaz.church, and there's a place that you can drop down and click connect. And it's an online form. It takes 30 seconds. Fill it out for me, because I want to be able to connect with you. Um, Especially in times like this, but throughout the year. We shouldn't need a disaster to pull us closer together, right? Um, but I am, uh, along with Jason and Tim and Jen, the four of us serve as pastors in this church um, to serve with you. And it is um, something that we don't take lightly. And, man, I just look around and I see your faces. I'm just so happy to see you. I really am. When I think of how things could have been, this is my first hurricane. Can you tell? Like, like all you, all you like pros are like, whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> so. um, we, we stand with me. I know you just sat, but stand with me. I, I think this is a good time for us to connect with each other. Um, I want to give you one instruction before we do. Up on the board, um, we have needs that have been given to us. Um, today I'm hoping I see a lot of you came with your work clothes on. If not, I know you're probably close enough to go home and change and come back, but we have some needs on the board and I'll, I'll talk through them in a minute, but, um, it's time to be the church. And so I'm hoping that uh, after we leave in just a few minutes that we will go and engage in our community. But before we do, let's make sure that we're right and that we're right. And so we, we practice this. This has been 
a tradition that has gone on for thousands of years. When we do this, we're connecting with a tradition of what Jesus modeled by having peace with the people around him and having peace with God. And so I may be the first one to say to you, I don't even know if we have slides. for. Yeah, we do. But may the peace of the Lord be with you today. Yeah, we need it. Go uh, connect with each other. We're going to make this an abridged time, but write a need if you have it or if you know of someone, and then let's connect with people real fast. Hey, all right. Hey, uh, Emma, can you get me to my announcements? I want to make you aware of a couple of announcements that we have that are ongoing beyond the obvious needs. Um, 
we, we are going to be helping people here in our community um, as much as we can. But I also don't want to forget about um, the, our church in uh, Puerto Rico that we're helping. If you'll recall, I talked about they were five years into fixing what happened with Hurricane Maria. And they were almost to the place where they could meet inside. And then they got hit again and everything was wiped out again. So when I look at... We have lights and power and a little bit of water damage, but they were five years meeting outside, and were, they were just about ready to turn that corner and got hit again. So we want to um, be a good neighbor to them. So if you, if you want to donate to that, this is above tithes and offerings. It is not anything you have to do. We're not asking you to funnel that. Well, I won't feed my kids this week, or I'll take away from tithe or whatever. No, this is just if God says, wow, we have it bad, but nothing like that I want to give. Um, this past week has put a desire in me to help them even more when I think of the depravity that they're facing right now. So if you want to, you're welcome to give. Um, I think I have one more announcement slide, but I don't remember what it is, Emma. Oh, three by three. I encourage you. Uh, I, I don't even think we have the signups out. We, we gathered them up, but email or text myself or, or Jen, we want you connected. So it's three people, three times a month for 30 minutes, three questions. And the questions are simple. I know a lot of people say, oh, I could never do that. I could never be in a group and I wouldn't know what to say. We're going to tell you what to say. It's three questions. It's these three questions, Emma. The first one is, how are you seeing God at work in your life this week? I'm assuming that should be a very easy answer in light of this past week. If you don't have anything else, God's doing a lot of stuff in your life, but if you have nothing else, you have something. Second thing is, is there an area in your life where you need encouragement? We talked about being authentic. We don't need any decoys here. We need authenticity. We need ducks. We need people that are willing to say, I'm struggling with this. I need encouragement. Can you pray for me? Third question, how can I pray for you this week? What's one thing specifically? And these questions will let you get as deep as you want, as you're comfortable with, but they will also, they're easy enough that everyone can participate. You can do this at Panera. You can do this while you're disc golfing. You can conference call at work. If you want to Zoom people, I don't recommend it, but you can do any way you want. But we want to connect you with two other people so that you can just have 30 minutes, three times a week, of just a month. A month, sorry. Of just, well, yeah. <laughs> Everyone is like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that you can have some meaningful, authentic conversations. Okay? Uh, is that the last one I have, Emma? Awesome. Can you put up the giving screen? Yes. That's a great question, and I completely forgot about that. I um, have 
I've, it's been in the weekly email, but I have not had it in the church service as much as I want. A lot of you went through um, Core 52 a couple years ago with us. It was 52 weeks of what we believe, everything from salvation to creation to um, Jesus returning to like it was all this kind of great stuff. The follow-up is Quest 52, and it's 52 weeks of, I just want to learn about Jesus. I want to learn about the way Jesus responded in situations so that I can respond that way. I want to learn about the nature of God so that I can start to live more like that. And so Quest 52 is going to be Wednesdays from 7 to 8.15 right here. So... You can come, you could come as early as six and hear the band practice and you could kind of pre-worship and then go to that. Yes. Say that again. It starts this week. It's an introduction. So if you don't have a book, that is okay. You can grab it. And I know a lot of you, let me just restate. We want you there as much as you can. But I know when some of you hear 52 weeks, you're like, there's no way. These are each 52 independent thoughts. So if you miss a week, it's okay. Come as much as you can. I'm convinced that once you come once or twice, you will want to come every time you're able. So come when you can, but don't feel bad if it's like, well, I'll miss three weeks from now, so I just won't start. No, come, 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 come. Right? Okay. And Miss Debbie's leading it. If you've never sat under her leadership or her teaching, you are missing it. She and Ken are like teaching rock stars, and so um, you need to be there on Wednesday. Guys, girls, anyone, everybody. And um, if you have teens, bring them with you because the teens will be doing something while you're doing your thing, all right? Um, Emma's going to put up the, the ways to give, and, and those are ways that you can give. And if you want to give to Good Neighbor, just designate on your check or go to the drop-down for Good Neighbor Offering. Um, but I love, uh, Jason's back there with, with um, Jaren, so I'm not going to call him up because every, everything is peaceful and calm right now. But I love how Jason is always intentional about reminding us it's not just about the money. Money is such a low aspect. Now, we need, we need money. We have damage that we're going to need to fix. We have a preschool that we want to keep running. Like, it's not that your giving isn't important, but it's not necessarily to help the church. It's to help you grow in more dependence upon God. It's to help you understand that money is just money. My relationship with God is more important. So that's why we ask you to give. But beyond money, that really is low-hanging fruit. What God really wants is your heart and your time and your everything. Money is just an easy base level. And so I encourage you this week and next week especially, you are going to have plenty of opportunities to help your neighbor. Um, you know, and it doesn't have to be anything big. I saw, I saw neighbors blowing leaves off the street. I grabbed my blower and I helped them. Like, it doesn't take these Herculean moments. It's the little moments of faithfulness that God honors. And so if you want to give to good neighbor for your continuing of your tithes and offerings, that's the ways. But more than that, serve and love your neighborhood. Okay? Good. Okay. So the sermon that I had prepared for us 
we're either going to hold, yeah, we're going to hold off because I want to do it. Last week we talked about what it means for God's kingdom to come internally, right? This week was supposed to be how God's kingdom comes externally. I didn't plan it that way. (laughs) But I was like, why am I preaching about something when we could put feet to what I'm trying to say? And so I want to give you guys just a moment to talk about ways that you saw God this week. Um, And then we're going to, I'm going to talk for you for three minutes. We're going to take the elements and we're going to talk about needs that we have in our community. So, somebody, it's time to praise. You know, we got prayer requests from people we didn't expect. And people that were needing something that they didn't know about. So just be open for that moment. And that's life-changing stuff. I think most of you guys know how grateful Dusty and I are right now. Um, for everything that Jim and Debbie are doing to keep us safe right now and keep us housed and and fed and clothed and everything. Um, We're so just grateful to God that our camper ended up being okay, that our vehicles are okay, that our animals are okay. Um, I just, I can't even express to God and to others how much gratitude we have right now for all of the things that he's done to provide for us and protect, protect us. So I just hope that that can be an encouragement to you guys. I have a neighbor lady, and um, she's on the other side of the fence, so she doesn't know me. She's an invalid, and uh, I snuck over to her house yesterday, and I'm out there in the backyard cleaning things up because her husband had to go to work. And she's like, she, she comes out to the screen, and she's like, who are you? And I'm like, I'm your neighbor on the other side of the fence. Well, what are you doing? I said, I'm cleaning up your yard because your husband has to work. And um, that was it. When the man came home from work, he got my attention over the fence, and he was just so grateful because he had to work all day. And he figured he'd got to come home and do some more. And it's just, you know, I got caught, but it was fun. So, you know, that was it. Oh, hold on. If you're you're live streaming with us, you're probably not going to see most of this. Just listen. So I run a neighborhood Facebook group for my community, about a 1,000 homes, and it was so impressive to see how people connected and offered themselves. People with trucks were going through the high water to help people get out and take in what was needed. Um, The people who cut our grass as part of their business, a week ago they stopped cutting grass, started putting up storm shelters, and today they're running gas to people who still are on generator power. It's just a way great to see the community come together. I just want to praise God. Uh, I don't get to stand up that much anymore, but I'm up front, and we're always praising God. But uh, the storm, you know, it kind of wakes you up that still time, quiet time with God. Well, I'm not used to it. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. When it comes around, I'm not used to it anymore because all the gadgets that we have nowadays. And uh, 
but it gives you a time to, to reflect in devotions. But I just want to say how angels watch over each of us. Even when you're sleeping, there are angels watching over us. And uh, I got to praise because I, I thought there was nothing in my yard that any damage. And I looked out the window and I told my sister, just a couple branches down. And then when I went outside, there was a big log on top of my trailer coming through my bedroom roof, and it stopped. <laughs> and I heard a thud in the night, but I didn't think much of it. So I thought I was okay, but, you know, God's angels really do watch over us, over us, you know. And we praise Him in the storm, and I just want to praise Him today because He might not watch over me if I don't sit up and praise Him for watching over me. <laughs> No hole in the roof and no hole in my head. Praise God. <laughs> no hole in my head. We're on. I'm a, a 78-year-old senior. I can hardly walk. I can't get out and do a lot. But I can praise my Lord. Hallelujah. I can tell you that Jesus watches over you, like my brother said, like angels. I um, have sleep apnea, so every night when I go to bed, I usually stop breathing 20 or 30 times a night. So I lay there and I make sure that I'm, <laughs> that I'm communing with the Lord well. And I know that regardless of the circumstances around us, first of all, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So that's kind of simple. But the devastation that the world sees, we have a peace beyond understanding, a place that you can walk in Jesus that is so different from the world. I'm a Vietnam vet. I've been around... I'm became a Christian when I was nine, and I'm 78, so I've been 69 years. Um, I love the Lord Jesus, and I just want everyone to know that He watches over you. He cares for you. The sparrows, He knows every feather on their head. All the more He knows every hair. Even when you shave, He knows every hair on your body. He watches you closely. He loves you. He has an eternity for you. All of this is temporary. Thank God that we had a wonderful day today. We're alive. Um, God is good. And I, I thank Him for all this happening. My, my brother um, is a year younger. He's in a wheelchair. Um, the storm surge was five feet in his house. He lost everything. This morning, my brother, wherever he is at, someplace in Derbyshire, um, is running around in his wheelchair with his hands up in the air, thanking God. Uh, God is good. Trust Him, believe in Him, draw close to Him. And that's all that's important. We have it wonderful. If you look at the people in Ukraine and every place else, we have it wonderful. Trust Jesus, love Him. He'll take care of you and bring you deeper into a relationship with Him. Amen. Amen.
Sermon on the Mount has been running through my head all week. As I think, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those that mourn. But from the very beginning all the way to where we will end up at the end of chapter 7 with, let me tell you a story about two people that built. One built on the rock, one built on sand, and the rains came to both. Um, the, the Sermon on the Mount has been running through my mind all week because it just feels very appropriate. So, if you have not read it in a while, I encourage you to read Matthew 5, 6, and 7. And just read it with new eyes and new ears. And so, um, your kingdom come. We believe that we are called to live life together. That's what the Christian faith believes. That is absolutely what we believe here in Port Orange Church of the Nazarene. We are called to live in community. That's the way Jesus modeled with his disciples and with his friends. That's the way that all the way back in Genesis, when we see a triune God, Father, Son, Spirit, relationally connecting and serving in love. That's what we do. And so, um, I just have one quote that I want to read. Um, and before that, we're going to say the Lord's Prayer. I don't even have slides up, but I'm hoping most of you know it. If not, you can just hear it. And then we're going to come to the table. And then we're going to talk about serving needs, okay? That's the plan. I like knowing where we're going, so that's where we're going. So will you, if you recall the Lord's Prayer, say it with me. And when we get to the very controversial, is it trespasses or debtors? We're going to go with debtors, which I think is the NIV version. So debtors, it's just easier. All right, you with me? So say with me. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Your kingdom come. Next week we're going to talk extra. Oh man, I had so much. I was so excited. I was debating between Forrest Gump and Macbeth as an example. So um, if you have a, a, a preference, let me know. If you want to hear where I was going to go with Forrest Gump or where I was going to go with Macbeth. I've, I've got both options available. And I definitely have a Disney thing that I'm throwing in there. So I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. You're going to want to come back and hear how um, Disney, Macbeth, and Forrest Gump have to do with God's kingdom coming externally. <laughs> it was really going to be quite something. But as I've been reading multiple books, um, Living the Lord's Prayer, I, I can't recommend this highly enough. It's by Morris uh, Weigel and Deep Reborn. And um, one of the things that he brings to light as we talk about God's kingdom coming a spirituality that does not lead to active ministry 
becomes an indulgent preoccupation with self and therefore grieves the Holy Spirit and violates the presence of the indwelling Christ. So let me break that up. Let me break that down for you. Talking about Jesus without being Jesus hurts the Holy Spirit. When, it, when we talk about your kingdom come, there has to be a kingdom coming here. But I'm not quite sure that a kingdom has fully come here if it doesn't involve you then having the kingdom of God come there and you bringing the kingdom of God. At least if I'm understanding the scripture and what multiple people are saying. Um, it's Kimmy's shirt. Don't just go to church. Be the church. And so... This is, you know, we're getting out, depending on how long Jason, Jen, and I talk, between 15 and 40 minutes early. But that is so we can be the church. So I'm hoping that you're ready to help your community, help your neighbors, or help a stranger uh, with a list. I want to give you a couple of lists that are here. We do have some church needs. We, um, we have some area rugs that are pretty much destroyed, I'm assuming. So we need help getting them to the streets. We have a tree that is down. We have um, something that used to be from our pumpkin patch and fall festival. It looked like an old, well, it looked like a saloon, but I'm assuming it wasn't a saloon since we're a church. (laughs) But that's what it looked like. But it it is now in about 18 pieces that can be quite dangerous. So we need help hauling that to uh, the front. We have the front offices took in some water and you are going to see a lot of storage in there if you do, so please forgive us. It's what we do. Churches never account for storage space when they build. Um, but if you want to help, we could use help. The Lingers, uh, Jim and Marilyn have um, some issues around their screen porch that they need help with. It's, it's where the roof and the screen meet. Is that correct? I'm going to point to Jim and Marilyn so that you can talk to them if you feel like God's saying, I can help with that. I'm not good with ladders because I, I'm afraid of heights above about that. So I'm probably going to find a different ministry. But Jim and Marilyn need help. If you can help them, that would be great. Um, the person across the street from us, his name is Willie. He's a disabled um, veteran, um, has vision issues. And so he and his um, CNI dog, Asaph, walk our community all the time. He has a tree that was in the creek dry bed, which was then a river that fell onto his fence. So if you have a chainsaw and you want to honor a vet, I'd love to connect you with Willie, our neighbor. Um, we had other things, um, a couple of people in our community that said, we just need help moving stuff to the curb. So if you have a wheelbarrow or if you could help us. Um, Maria, um, Angie over here, she plays keyboards and sings with us. Her sister, um, lost everything and needs help. So if you want to talk to her about how you can help her or or talk to her about a GoFundMe page that her sister has set up, raise your hand one more time. Angie, Angela over there, talk to her. So we've got the Lingers, we've got Angela, we've got us if you want to talk to me about Willie. Um, Christina, Miranda, a lot of you know Christina um, or you've seen Sienna or Zane. Um, she needs some help. They moving some stuff out. 
they are on a, a bi-level home, and the complete bottom floor was a in-ground swimming pool. So she needs help moving furniture and things like that that are destroyed out to the curb. Um, Bob and Cindy Humphrey. I need to connect with them, but you all know Bob and Cindy. From what I've understood, I haven't been able to reach him, but from what I've heard from our district, they've lost almost everything. Um, their house is probably going to be a total loss. And so um, if you want to know, I can connect you with them. I'm still trying to get a hold of him, but we want to love them. They, they recently left us to become pastors at Eustace, Church of the Nazarene, which is a little bit away. But they hadn't sold their house yet to move to where they're now pastoring, and they are stuck with a mess. And so um, those are the needs that we know about, and I'm hoping that something in one of those has lit your fire, and you've said, you know what, I could give two hours to help this person. Yes. He is. He took down the tree for me and almost put an X on the street where it would fall, and it did. Out of everybody in here, we all agree that hurricanes have some things in common. A lot of water and a lot of wind. Wind and trees don't make a good combination. Does anybody in here have any kind of tree or limb that has fallen that you need help with? Anybody? No Jim does. Okay, so I would be happy to come and do what I can do today. Maybe Jim can help me or, or somebody else can help me. Um, but <laughs> That's okay, we did. <laughs> For those of you online, Siri just thought she was being spoken to. <laughs> So let me recap. Jim and Marilyn, if you can help them, go see them. If you want to know more about helping Angie's sister, go see Angie. If you are good with dangerous tools like Mark is, and you say, I can definitely help. I can, I can either help with a chainsaw or I can be a Gilligan and be the side person that's helping clear stuff while Mark's doing his stuff. See Mark. If you want to talk to me about things in our neighborhood like, uh, like Willie and his need, see me. All right, so we're going to connect. Um, is there anything else that didn't get on the board? For the church, see me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let people know. I'm gonna, I'll walk people through the church stuff, and then I'm going to go, hopefully, and connect with Willie um, I saw him when he was walking ASAP today, and he was so grateful. Um, he just, he was kind of blown away that, that I would even offer and say, I don't know if we'll have anyone, but I'll ask. And he just was, he was just was overwhelmed because there's only so many things he can do. So um, anything else? Yes.
Yeah. You, you know what? This is this is what the church gears up for. This is this is when the church is the church. Um, last thing, and then we're going to come to the table. And goodness, I hope we have enough elements. I'm so excited that you all are here. I didn't know who to expect. Um, I was talking with, with Jason, and he did this in his community, and we did this. Along with helping people and your neighbors, this is a golden opportunity. Don't miss it. We, we bought two dozen hot dogs. We didn't buy them. We had two dozen hot dogs. We bought some chips and that kind of stuff. And we simply told our neighbors, hey, we've all been working hard. We're going to grill. You're welcome to come over. We had, I don't know, how many we had? Eight or ten people? Fifteen? I don't know. We had 400 people. They don't know. We had 400 people <laughs> come to our house. <laughs> so, say that. With two dozen hot dogs. You want to talk about another, like, feeding of the 5,000. That's right, we had three dozen, and some little kid with the basket took them all. Um, no, but but we we didn't have a program, we didn't have an agenda, they didn't even come in our house. We we simply told them, there's a hole in our fence, come, come in through that way, and we're all sitting around in the back. And we just talked, and we just laughed a little bit. We didn't have a Bible study, we didn't do anything crazy that might make someone that doesn't know Jesus feel uncomfortable with an initial invite. We just loved our neighbor. We just loved our neighbor and started building connections that will be inroads for ministry opportunities. So don't miss this chance to connect with your neighbors and love them well. Okay? Awesome. So we're going to come to the table... Everything just, I have different eyes with. The, the singing praise feels different. The, the way that we can see God's kingdom coming feels different. Coming to a table where we have nothing to offer, but all has been supplied for us, feels different when I understand how easy it would have been and how close we could have been to having nothing. And yet, everyone regardless of age, gender, intellect, nothing. There are no barriers to this table. This is open for everyone who wants to pursue a closer relationship with God or who wants to know more about God. This could be your initial step. So, um, wow, I'm just so thankful. So I'm going to invite you to, to come up here in a minute and at our church, um, we like taking this together. And so um, we'll, we'll have you come up, and I encourage you to kind of work your way this way so that there's not a pile up at certain rows. But if you kind of work your way to the middle, and then you can go back to your row that way. Same thing over here. Um, we're we're going to serve you, and if you'll take the elements and hold it, and then we'll take it together, all right? So, um, Tim... You're usually online somewhere else. Would you mind helping me? And then, Jason, I'm going to ask for you to capstone it all and pray us out. Will you do that for me? Thanks.
come as you're ready. I don't want to start. That does my heart good. Um, Jen, Jen's preparing some, and, and we'll have it. But while we're doing it, um, we'll go ahead and um, start with the liturgy. Um, on the night that our Lord was to be betrayed, many of you have heard this so many times, you could probably recite it with me. <laughs> um, I hope that this doesn't become rote to you sayings a similar thing each week the goal is that you remember it and when times come that test you you have a resource to recall so that when you feel abandoned or you feel unloved or you feel unworthy you remember that on the night that our lord was to be betrayed he did something extreme to show his love for you so, so please don't let this be rote just because we say something similar, okay? But on that night, thousands of years ago, our Lord was with his disciples in the upper room. He had spent three to three and a half years with them. The scary thing is, right before the upper room, they're arguing over who's going to be greatest in the kingdom, it's scary to think how long you could walk with Jesus, literally, and still miss a lot of Jesus. Which means we all still have growing to do, don't we? I love that our Christian faith is one of continual growing and being sanctified and made more like Jesus. And we don't arrive until we arrive. But on the night that our Lord was to be betrayed, come on up. He was with his disciples, and he was celebrating the Passover when God saved um, the Hebrew people from the, the Passover of the death angel. Thank you. Miraculously, their lives were saved, not through anything that they could do other than be obedient. And they did what God told them to do. 
Likewise, Jesus held up the cup and the bread. And he said, I'm doing something new. And he took the bread and he broke it. And he held it up and said, this is my body, which will be broken for you. And even though they didn't understand it, he pushed on and said, take it, eat it, and be thankful. And in the same way, when it came time for the cup, he lifted it up and he said, this cup represents the new covenant. This represents my blood, which will be spilled for you. So as often as you take this, drink it and remember and be thankful. Let's take it. Thank you, God. My heart is just full of gratitude. And I feel guilty that it's for so many superficial and tangible things when the truth is I'm thankful for the transformation that you do in our lives and the saving that is done in our soul much more than anything physical. We love you, God. Our lives are yours. Teach us to grow more into your image. Amen. So we're going to stand this thing, and then Jason's going to pray us out. So uh, I don't even know if we have words, but you know it. Sing with me. We sing hallelujah. Let your kingdom come in our hearts, in our homes. Let your will be done. As we go in your name, we shout and we proclaim, let your will be done in us. Most of us don't. That's all right. Let's pray. Father, uh, there's very little I can say this morning except for I am thankful for you. I am grateful for your mercy. Um, Just how you have provided. And the hard times that we deal with are nothing compared to who you've been to us over the years and who you will be forever here on out. So we praise you, Father, in the midst of the storm, in the midst of peacetime, in the midst of hard work and of rest. We praise you in all things, Father. All glory to you. Amen.